Welcome back, boys and girls, for another special edition of the Michael Deacon Program. I hope you're ready for a double dose of the Michael Deacon Program. Yes, a little afternoon delight for those of you out here on the West Coast and, of course, those folks out there on the East Coast. I know this is a bit of a surprise for you, as it is for me. Glad to be here. And, of course, I will be joined by another familiar voice in a matter of moments here. Hope you're ready for that. Oh, yeah. My, 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 yes, I'm glad you have returned. It's good to see you. It's been so long, just a few hours, but it's been long enough. And without further ado, let's bring in the man of the hour. Daniel, what's up? Did we lose Daniel? Oh, there you we lose Daniel. Oh, Unfortunately. My oh, there you we lose Daniel. Oh, Unfortunately. Yeah, there's a huge echo there. Wow. Um, hold on there, uh, Daniel. My God, I had no idea there was such a bad echo there. Um, I'm hearing the audio coming uh, in there on your channel there. It's pretty disturbing. I don't know what's going on there. Oh my God, I'm hearing myself. You might want to turn down the um, audio on your end. Um, he's claiming there's a massive echo right now. I have no idea why, folks, but that's okay. We will iron this out in real time. That's what we do here. Yes, it is Daniel. He has arrived. Uh, Daniel, don't worry. Uh, I'll get everything fixed here. Just sort of um, hang out back there. Best, uh, best I can do is tell you to relax. Just take it easy for a second. I'll um, hit some buttons right here behind the scenes in real time. And yeah, we'll get this ironed out, my friend. I apologize for that. It happens sometimes, folks. You know, these things always go wrong, especially when you're trying to do it live. Uh, unfortunately, and I'm pretty sure now that audio issue should be fixed. Uh, Daniel, are, are, are you there? Yeah. Uh, there he is. My apologies, everybody. That was all me. I uh, oh, that was you. did that classic mistake of having the window open with the show playing so I could <laughs> you know, read the comments and whatnot, but I went ahead and closed the window. So a uh, dumb new mistake on my part. I my God, it was you. This whole time, it, it was me. Oh my God, Daniel. That's okay. We're here together. It's all fine and dandy. We are a little bit late, but that's all right. No one cares as long as we show up. We're, we're uh, 15 minutes late. So as long as we're no more than 20 minutes late, hopefully everybody is still waiting patiently. Everyone's, uh, everyone's ready to go. Everyone's so excited. Everyone's in the chat room here. We're still missing a few uh, regulars here, but no one really even knew we were going to be doing this program. Um, I didn't really uh, tell anyone. It's a bit of a surprise show. It's like surprise anal. Yeah, surprise anal in a, in a bonus hole, as they say. Exactly. That's, no lube necessary. You know, that is really disturbing, by the way, Daniel. I'm glad you brought that up. The whole sort of a bonus hole, the whole sort of transitional phase that a man will go through in order to become a woman. And then they have that gaping hole there. It never really cleans itself out like an actual female vagina with the pH levels. It's always uh, one of these wounds that sort of fester and just stink to high heaven, I, I've read. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Ooh, gross, right? Did you Have you ever watched that show Jazz? I don't think I have. What, what is Jazz? Tell me. Yeah, Jazz is like one of the first reality shows about a transgender person this uh, young teenage boy Ooh. who became My a girl. God. 
is her name is Jazz. And she actually got the full-on sex change done. I can't even imagine. Imagine if you had a daughter or a son that went through that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's something I kind of wanted to bring up. I, I wonder if some of these topics, they're so controversial and so popular right now. Will we get to a point where we are not even allowed to discuss this? Eventually. Eventually, um, there will be a time where we can't discuss this at all. And I mean, it's happening right now. It's one of those sort of forbidden topics no one really wants to cover much in real well, detail. One of the things I noticed that they do is if you have any negative arguments about this whole topic, yeah. they say that you are going to cause kids to commit suicide. Oh, God. That's pathetic, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. I think that if somebody is suicidal, then they are in a very bad state and uh, anything could potentially push them over the line. I don't think that it necessarily would be, you know, saying anything negative about what they're doing. It, it could be somebody calling them fat or somebody doing something like that. I mean, you, you can't control what's going right. to come in from your environment. Do you think we should bring fat shaming back, by the way? Um, no, but I don't think that we should encourage treat being overweight as it's healthy because it's not although i have to wonder because there's one particular relative of mine that is very overweight <laughs> and is living far too long well no one in the family ever tells him anything about his obesity or anything of that nature no one tells him to get a treadmill I, i'm guessing it's kind of like a sumo wrestler where my god you know, they say that even though they're big they're actually healthy on their they're health yeah i yeah i for sure <laughs> yeah they're healthy all right I mean, there's fat on your body, but there's fat in your veins and arteries. I think you can be fat, but if you're eating vegetables all day, like yeah, when, okay you're, somehow. when your blood type is gravy, you know you have an issue. I like to try to stay thin. I'm noticing that as I get older, bigger? extra weight I carry around makes it harder to breathe. You, you've been gaining some weight there, Daniel? The COVID pounds? Well, it's hard because like... You know, if, if you're like working a certain type of job, yeah, you're just focused yeah. on that. You stop by a gas station, you grab some of those burritos and those poppers, cheese sticks, pizza, pizza, pizza pockets. Oh, you I, gotta get soda with it. Yeah. So by the I, time I you're that. out of there, you got like 5,000 calories of pure grease. I know, right? You have no other means of uh, anything at the time. You just want to eat something and that's the most convenient thing. And I think that's part of the problem here in America, you know. I had seen something recently, another statistic of how obese we actually are out here in America. And it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I don't necessarily blame the individual for that because you have a lot of bad food and encouragement to eat bad food. And like, okay, this is what I was thinking about the other day. If I wanted to get something healthy on the fly, what are even my options? If I don't want to get a sandwich and go to Subway or something like that, None of these places carry salads anymore. Yeah. You can't get a turkey burger anymore. Yeah, plus so the healthy what are you supposed to do? Yeah, the healthy food costs so damn much now too. Yeah. All the meats like tripled. If you want a piece of salmon, you gotta pay like what, fifteen dollars a pound? Gotta pay fish. a lot, yeah. It's it's ridiculous what's been going on. We have all kinds of uh, crazy things going on in the world right now, Daniel, as you're well aware of. I'm just thinking, what what is next? Are we gonna have an alien invasion next? What's on the uh, what's on the list? Um, I'm excited. To be honest, do we have I World War Three coming? What's seeing, going on? I think we've been seeing this stuff in waves. Like I was kind of thinking about this the other day. A lot of people think when 
a theoretical end times happens, everything's going to happen at once. But no, not necessarily. We're going to get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of like the aliens in the backyard and that sort of stuff. Now we're focusing more on the war stuff. And then it's probably going to be disease again. It's the four horsemen and they're just taking turns causing trouble. I'm excited, to be honest. You know, we have a war. We might even have a civil war. We might even have an alien invasion. We might even have um, another crazy outbreak of some unknown virus. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know w what your rules are on here. But it, I, I know that I've gotten some flack for even going anywhere near that subject. So well, I won't be the it, one bringing that up. Well, if you need me to censor you, you know, I could just do that. All right. Yeah, you're fine. Fuck shit. Ass. Fuck. Cut. All right. Sometimes I just do that for no reason. I feel like a real broadcaster now. I'm uh, communicating with uh, China right now. Sending uh, subliminals. Sorry. That's a good idea. Then everybody worldwide will be able to get this program. We're doing some Charlie Rose shit over here. We could have somebody doing sign language. All the deaf people out I there. know we need to get a like a video cam of someone doing sign language in real time. We got to work on that one day. Yeah, I mean, I I don't recall ever having anybody listen from like China because of that language barrier. Oh, that's and right. The fact that the Chinese government probably wouldn't allow it. Yeah, they're on. Um, they're using the Tor browser. China. Oh yeah, everything. I remember that the Tor browser. You don't remember the dark web days? Those were fun. Yeah, I remember. You had to like put a piece of tape over your webcam, otherwise <laughs> hackers would spy on you. Did you ever know anyone who actually used the dark web though to like buy, you know, like drugs or something crazy? I remember being on the dark web, all those websites, you know, like Silk Road during that era. There's so many different websites and, uh, you know, you could even get like a hit on someone too, which was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's scary stuff. Yeah, I mean, that shit is real. Or at least it I, seemed I real, unless it was like a front for the FBI. I don't really know anybody that's done that, but plenty of people that have gotten stuff off of like Instagram and Twitter. No oh, shit. I wouldn't feel yeah. com I wouldn't feel comfortable going through that. By the way, ordering uh, like something illegal online—that's pretty risque. I don't want that stuff coming in the mail with my hand. No, no, that's not a good. I that's not a good look. I mean, like paraphernalia shipped to you that's a that's a no good uh, no go for me by the way no good my, for you my normal mail gets tampered with like it's always got holes in the envelope and shit like that you find uh piss stains on your mail just like tears like somebody's opening it and like checking out what it is and then putting it back that's not cool is it are you sure that's not like your neighbor it's probably just some method postal worker but I, I can't help but uh fantasize that it's because i'm a an anti-government uh, spokesperson and an eco-terrorist. Just it's, kidding, just kidding. It's probably this guy right here. If you um, turn your direction into the chat room, uh, Daniel, you'll see a very strange gentleman on your screen, a very heavily tattooed man who's missing an ear, by the way, and missing part of his nose. Oh, damn. Yeah, I got to do this right. I got to open this without tanking the entire program. Yeah, you might want to mute something out there. might want to mute the, the window there. There to, we go. to see the very scary man on your screen there. Oh, is this that guy that's becoming a reptilian? That's him. Look at that guy. He's got his nose just like shaved off. Yeah, can you imagine that? You know, I should do that. I'd probably be able to breathe better. You would do that? You would actually go through life looking like this guy? 
No, no, I'm I'm ugly enough. I don't need to make it worse. This guy, what do you think is going through his head, by the way, Daniel? In your opinion, some dude like this. <sighs> you know, I've asked myself that question many times in life. <laughs> um, yeah. The obvious answer, which I probably wouldn't totally agree with, is this is like that somebody's mad at their parents. Isn't that what they always say about the kids that are like extremely goth and do freakish things and stuff right. like that. Like they're mad at their parents. This is why I don't want to have a child. I look at these photos and I'm like, what if my child comes out and looking like a freak like this, who wants to do all this sort of mutilation to his face and to his body. But you know, this is basically, that's what it is. Even though this is what they call modifications. It's just a mutilation. In my opinion, the guy looks like a demon. And I guess that's what his goal was. Um, I look at that face and I don't even see a human being anymore. I see some sort of freak of some sort. So something, someone or something that needs to be put down, in my opinion. Well, my issue with a lot of this stuff is, okay, right now you feel like you're cool because you're different. Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. You're getting attention. But what about when you're like 78 and you're sitting in a nursing home? He's going to be crawling on this stuff. Even He's going to be crawling on all fours by that age. Yeah, like this this dude cut his ears off? He sure did. He's retarded, in my opinion. Well, yeah, like your ears are like that for a reason. They're like little satellite dishes. They're taken in signals. You don't cut that off. Like he has no protection for his inner earlobe. Like I could spit in his ear and it goes straight into his eardrum. <laughs> this is what mental illness looks like, in my opinion. And Jeez. if you look like that, does that mean you're like tough or something? Like does this guy... Does this guy like know how to fight? He's he probably looks scary, but he probably he's he probably has no coordination. He's probably a nerd that can't even throw a punch or anything. But he's you know he he looks like something that would be tough, but he's probably anything but. I wonder if you hit him once, if he would get rocked right away, since he's like missing most of his ear. Well, what if you just punch him in his nose? Oh <laughs> he yeah, has no nose. Like, he has no nose. Yeah, what's gonna? He looks like Artie Lang. You could just put your hand over his his whole nose holes and kind of like suffocate him. Like you yeah. know when a, when a pit bull is attacking you, that's you what, like stick your, that's what his parents should have done nose. to him, by the way, they should have just put a pillow over his face when he was a child. Yeah. I, I see more and more of this stuff and this is really disturbing, but at the same time, have you seen like some of the skulls and stuff that these people have dug up where like, it's a skull that has a real horn coming out of it or even like two horns. I've seen those uh, photographs before. Yeah. Are those real though? Um, I, I believe so. Or they I, I photoshopped. Think that, like, they've also had those little miniature people that they found and, you know, those giant skeletons with the red hair, multiple rows of teeth, six fingers, stuff like that. I think all that stuff is very real. And when you see people doing things like this, it might even be like some kind of ancestral thing, like, like that, that part of our DNA that might make us look that way. I, I think back in the old times, they'd call it being born with a devil's mark or something like that. Really? Oh, sure. Like if you, I thought they would just kill if you, you if you look born... like that. Without, if you were born with like horns, if, I thought they would just like maybe just murder you right there and then. I mean, I would. I, I would maybe... think that's a, that's the devil right there. Got to kill him. Yeah, maybe, but it depends on the culture. Like some cultures will say, okay, he's got a horn coming out of his head. That means he's descent yeah. from the gods like he's he's got some kind of something in him that's uh you know supernatural or uh godly or higher-minded or something like that Jeez. well i see no god in front of me uh daniel i see a reptile of sorts a, a human dinosaur basically yeah not this guy it, it's kind of like um this the sloped head thing i'm not sloped head <laughs> but 
you know when they'd wrap their heads, they'd bind them so that they look long in the back? Sure, sure, yes. And then you see uh, a lot of uh, like a lot of ancient cultures would do that to their children. Exactly, like the, the Nefertiti um, skull kind of has like a long back mm-hmm. into it. And then if you look at some of the pictures of these Rothschild guys, one of them has like a long extended back of his head. Yeah, the like Elon- he's got something. The elongated uh, skulls. Exactly. And then they say, okay, well, this this is an actual thing that happened in the past, and then people would try to copy it by binding their heads so that right. they would look like the gods. That's pretty cool, right? But... And then you remember that uh, movie, that, that that stupid movie with John Travolta, Battlefield oh Earth? You know, that was one of the worst movies they say that was ever created, Battlefield Earth. I, I tried watching it. Back when it was like, uh, just hit the theaters, I remember watching it in, in the Motor View. Remember that? The Motor View? The drive-through? The drive-in? Exactly. Remember that shit? Oh, yeah. I, I love those. But uh, they kind of had those. They were giants. I mean, the aliens, I mean. They were giants, and they had kind of long yeah. heads. Oh, yes. L.A. Marzulli talks about that, too. The red-headed giants with the elongated skulls. Yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely something there. And then um, the alien movies, you know, uh, Ripley and all that, where they have the alien chest burst, burster and the face huggers and all that. They have those long heads. Like, why would right. why would they put that in there? It's a good question. And here's another photograph. Uh, this time, it's more of like a full body shot, and it looks like he's taking a photograph with a few. Uh, well, look at that nose. You know what's going on there, yeah. Daniel? Look at that. My God, Daniel. Guinness... So is, is he technically yeah. black or? Guinness World Records. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he's a black gentleman. By the way, I think he's maybe um, he just wants to look black. Like he's he's like one of these people that always wish they were black. Ah, yeah. You know what? You might be right. Maybe he wants to sort of want to sort of look that way. I don't know. He's got his teeth sharpened too. He does. Yeah. Ah, I feel bad for this guy. Why would he want to go through life looking like that? I think some people just feel really ugly on the inside some people are really ugly on the inside and the out i think he just feels so ugly that this is him making his outside look like his inside yeah good point it's a i mean disturbing to see though you know looking into this man's eyes and do you remember you know that is a man that's crazy go ahead you remember that website from like way back in the day, I think it was called zetatalk.com where they would talk to like great aliens and channel great aliens. Yeah, you're going way back to like the early 2000s, I think. Yeah, a lot of people were into this stuff. Like t- tons of people were into like this Zeta Zeta talk stuff. I don't see anything about it nowadays, but it's kind of gone back away. In the day, like what was that? I said it's kind of gone away. Yeah, but one one of the things like like I would go there and read it because I was into this sort of stuff. And one thing that they said kind of stuck out for me. Yeah. These Zetas or great aliens or whatever, they, they said that the way we look is more influenced by our insides and our beliefs and what we think about ourselves. And we realize like our consciousness does shape how we look. Well, he's making quite the statement with his look, Daniel. That's for sure. I mean, immediately that sounds like bullshit, but could there be truth to it? Like, there could if be. You're a huge you're a huge liar will your nose start kind of getting big or you become jewish <laughs> joke of course yes joke. we we love jews yeah we're looking at them right now on our screen how, how can we dislike them oh these are jewish people well i mean it uh, well i'm taking a wild guess here just by appearances alone to be honest um if uh you know 
If you have a nose like that, oy vey, indeed, uh, Stephen. Well, see, this is the best it's ever going to get because he's being acknowledged by the Guinness Book of World Records. Word. So this this is the high point of this man's life. He chopped his nose off, had horns planted in his head, sharpened his teeth so he could get this award and be recognized now. Right. He's going to just go and be a plumber or whatever his day job is. You know, I think he might be a tattoo artist. I, I'm assuming he is. Well, there you go. I think. Like, I, I'm... Um... <laughs> I'm sort of uh, throwing that out there. I think this guy is actually Brazil. No, that's not. Yeah, you know what? I think, yeah, this is the Brazilian guy, actually. Well, that's another angle to this. And he is a tattoo artist, yes. A body modification is addicting. Like, if you get a tattoo, you'll probably want to get another one. If you get piercings, you'll probably get another one. Like, even me, myself, when I turned 18, I immediately got a tattoo. You You got got a a tattoo? cross on my arm. You're the man with the tattoo, like Beetlejuice says? And then I immediately went back and got my eyebrow pierced. You got your eyebrow pierced. But then I found out that I guess it's like a gay thing. Like it's, if you pierce one of your eyebrows, it's the same as having one of your ears pierced. I did not know that. I, <laughs> Is it? I was told that afterwards. I was wow. like, oh shit, what did I do? Well, I mean, you were in, in um, well, can I even say where you were at at the time? You know, you were out there in Seattle. Oh, yeah, that that's fine. I mean... Seattle's a pretty big city, but like I, I didn't want to just get rid of it because I spent money on it. I went yeah. through the pain of having it done, but eventually it just kind of rubbed off at night. Like it started bleeding and it just closed up and I, and I tried to stab it back in there and it was just hurting me. So I just gave up on it. It's probably for the better because it did look a little goofy. That's good. I'm glad you got rid of it. Um, I'm glad no one tried to put the moves on you. You know, because oh, I it might, might have happened because I, I, you know, I, I had gone to a, a bar maybe like a year or so ago and I was like in near like the Palm Springs area, you know, and it's, it's a pretty big gay community there. If you didn't know. And I'm at some uh, casino waiting for my dad. Long story. And, um, you know, I'm at the bar and a guy, uh, you know, he bought me a drink, Daniel <laughs> shot me the wink and everything. A drink in a week. Yeah, and I just nodded my head and said thank you and drank the beer and hung out there and then went home and I didn't even talk to the guy. A drink and a wink because he wanted that stink. That's right. He wanted um he wanted to do a few things to me. Did he never approach you or anything? He, he wanted to he, that. he wanted to make me bleed. He wanted to see my uh, bonus hole. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh my. Oh my. Uh, but no, I, you know, he wasn't very aggressive. He wasn't trying to approach me. Thank God. That would have been awkward. That would have been really awkward. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it sounds like he was kind of cool with you just leaving, though. He, it doesn't sound like he was too pushy about it. No, he, he, he than, just wanted, he was a looker. Thank God. You know, he just wanted to look. You know, if he was a, if he was hands-on like Joe Biden, then we would have had an issue. Then yeah, I you got to be careful, though, because, yeah. like, I, I knew a dude who, um, he was at a bar and a guy gave him a drink, and there's GHB in it. Oh, damn! Really? Yeah. Like well, that's. The, uh, I mean, I I don't think GHB is popular like it was like like the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one. No one's it, doing that. It used to be like the frat boy drug. Oh my god! Yeah, I, there was a time when uh, men would uh, you know they would sing songs about date rape and all this shit. That's that's wild. <laughs> that was a long you know, you know even like Sublime had a song about that if you remember. 
Oh yeah, that's that's uh, one of my favorite songs. There you go, and and you know it comes on the radio every now and then, and I'm like, how is this even playing on the radio still? It was but raised by a large inmate. It's wild, wild times. And yes, Doctor Detroit, he wanted to give uh, Michael give up Michael Deacon, um, whatever that is. Yes, he wanted me to give it up. He wanted um, the bottom part of me there, Daniel. He wanted to take advantage of me, trying to get uh. me drunk. So he could lead me to his room and have his way with me, like Joe Biden, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. That's more like Hunter. Well, you know, Hunter pays. I was referring to the incident where Hunter Biden and Tara Reid got into it. Um, this is the accuser of one Joe Biden back in, the, uh, back in the days. When he was young, she was young. Allegedly, he, stu he stuck his hand up there. You know, he gave her what's called the bowling ball grip up there. Oh, damn. Yeah. All, all uh, three fingers. That's right. That's right, Daniel. That's what Joe Biden allegedly did to this poor woman. Without well, at least he's, he's into women. I know, right? At least he's into girls and not guys. Then we, we'd be a little, little different there. Not that, you know, you could go ahead and be into that. And it wouldn't be the first time there was a president, a sitting president, who was most likely a homosexual. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. There's a lot of them I in think, there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, well, there's that old quote by Bill Clinton. Uh, th this comes from Jennifer Flowers. You know, this is something we've brought up before, but yeah, he, he uh, Bill told Jennifer that Hillary it likes girls and guys, and he has no problem with that. You know what? I believe him. <laughs> I He's believe a lucky him. man. Oh, I believe him 100%. Because I mean, who would really want to? have her as a wife that's crazy and the one more one more photo for uh, old time's sake here this is the devil man by the way who is married he does have a wife by the way oh, he cut his fingers off too he cut his fingers off he is really crazy his wife carol who is also known as demon woman who has also altered her body to fit the image is there somebody for everybody or what there it is that's that's proof there is Someone for everyone out there, no matter who you are, you could be just a piece of shit cardiomyopathy victim and you'll find someone that is very much like you and then you get married. Well, now I'm getting kind of mad because like, you know, I, I have all this trouble dating and finding somebody yet this guy, it looks he's like already shit, married. Yeah. He's, he has a better dating life than I do. He's got a way better uh, sex life than you, Daniel. He's missing fingers. He looks like that. He's missing a nose. He's like Artie Lang. Oh, uh, yeah. Rumor has it that Artie is going to finally get his nose fixed. Really? Yeah, I, I try to keep up on all the news with him. It doesn't come out very often, but he's finally going to get his nose straightened out. Poor Artie. You know, I really like Artie. I think everyone we does. We got to get him on here with us. Oh, that'll be hard. He uh, is not very committed to anything these days. So it's going to be yeah. really uh, difficult to bring someone in like that. The guy changes his uh, number, his email, everything. Every like five minutes, I heard. Yeah, it's, it's terrible how Bob Saget and uh, what's his name from SNL? Uh, Chris Farley? Who? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> it'll come back to me later forget it you know the guy that would do the news oh you mean norm norm mcdonald thank right. you man that was the worst 
brain aneurysm ever. Norm I know. McDonald. I'm like, who's he talking to? And I'm like, oh, okay, Norm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Norm McDonald. I miss Norm. You know, for whatever reason, I don't know why I did this, but I, I just happened to see these on Amazon Prime, so I watched both of the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, I know that's like kid stuff and whatnot, but man, Jim Carrey is funny as fuck in those movies. Oh, there, there's like a movie with Jim mm-hmm. Carrey in it. I, you know, I didn't even know. Yeah, I haven't seen him oh, wow. actually try to be funny or be funny like that since like way back in the day of like, Ace Ventura and stuff like that. Oh my goodness. He was pretty funny back in the day. Yeah, and then he uh, did the Batman Forever movie. He kind of got shit on for that because everybody was thinking that he would be the like shit in that role and people didn't really like that movie. So from there, he kind of like tried to become this dramatic actor. You know, he was in Man on the Moon, which I loved. And the Majestic. Uh, the thing is, uh, Andy Kaufman, big fan. So I've always really appreciated that film. Oh yeah, I, I'm not. I'm probably not as familiar with Andy Kaufman as you are, but yeah, I, I respect him. Like the stuff he did with wrestling and all that. Like the guy was a genius. There was even a time when I was going to bring in Tony Clifton here on the program. By the way, the guy Tony that Clifton. Would, who's that? Well, that was uh, Andy Kaufman's uh, created uh, character, a lounge singer of sorts. If you watched Man on the Moon, you would uh, see this this sort of uh, obnoxious sort of lounge singer, and it was his friend. Sometimes he would play him, or his buddy would play him. And um, I was talking to the guy that w- was the actual Tony Clifton who plays him uh, now or did back in uh, back a few years ago in Hollywood. Oh, nice. I was very close to uh, bringing him on here. That would have been awesome. And yes, uh, Stephen Taxi, another great show that featured Andy Kaufman. He was and, on Taxi? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was on Taxi. Go watch Man on the Moon again if you can. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. That's like the one Jim Carrey movie I have not seen. It's good. Yeah, Jerry Lawler in there. They covered that part too, when um, Andy Kaufman would wrestle women. <laughs> uh, he, the King, would not not make it nowadays. I mean, he, he was a pervert. Oh, of course. I mean, they all are. And yes, Courtney Love was also in that movie too. Courtney Love. Yeah, Damn. you you got to go watch it, my friend. It's a great movie. Love Andy Kaufman. Will always be a fan. Just a brilliant, brilliant performer. Just would work everyone. And you, you gotta love that. Andy Kaufman, the number one troll. The first troll. I don't I don't like uh, Courtney Love, but I have to say her music is a little bit underrated. You like uh, her music. You know, Courtney Love, another funny thing is it's like every like every big band from like the 90s, they all had songs about her. You know, like uh, Billy Corgan, a good example, from the Smashing Pumpkins. He also made a song about Courtney Love. I think he made several songs about Courtney Love. <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea. Are these positive or negative? Didn't she date him for a little while? Yeah, yeah. She dated around, and a lot of these, a lot of musicians she dated, and they all made songs about her. So I'm just, I'm thinking, damn, was she that good? She must um, have been. If all these men are making songs about you, something must I be good. I just remember there. that incident where the paparazzi or whoever was following her around, yeah. and she gets out of her limo and she lifts up her dress and pisses <laughs> in front of everybody. Oh, that's that's classy. Very yeah. classy. Almost as uh, classy as Elliot Page, by the way. Did you watch those movies? Um, I think it was called, uh, 
the the one one Which was made one? by Francis Bean, and then the other one was I think it was called Soaked in Bleach, and it was so, made by like a third party. Right, I, I talked about that uh, documentary, by the way. Love it. Yeah, Soaked in Bleach was really good, but the uh, one made by Francis Bean was is that good? Terrible. It was it oh, was no? all about what a great person Courtney Love is. Ooh, red flag already. I think she and, killed. And I I think she killed Kurt Cobain. By the way, honestly. Well. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know because, like, <laughs> this is where I'm at with this. Like, for years and years, I thought Courtney did it until I found out there's, like, this whole other level to the whole story where Kurt was friends with that, um, oh, what's his name, William S. Burroughs or whatever, who was, like, this CIA-connected dude. And then I found out how Courtney Love, her dad, is, like, this major FBI guy. And they're they're connected to the Grateful Dead and all of that. Like once I heard about all that stuff, then I really started to question if the Kurt Cobain suicide was something far deeper hmm. than simply his wife killing him to I've get never, the money. I've never heard of that before, and that's covered in this documentary uh, you speak of here. Yeah, the whole Courtney Love killing him thing. Yeah, might just be a smoke smoke screen mm. for something far more nefarious and deeper here interesting i'll have to uh, look it up because because you know you, you always like occam's razor i'm sorry occam's razor says go for the most likely possibility and that's going to dawn as the most likely possibility strange that she was behind it hmm. but who's to say there's not a much much deeper thing darker on nefarious like, thing that went on yeah like all of kurt cobain's art on his albums and stuff that's all inspired by William S. Burroughs. And they, there's like this whole photo shoot. You could probably, anybody could Google if they're interested where they're hanging out and shit like that. And the crazy thing about William S. Burroughs is that he accidentally killed a dude. He killed someone. Yeah. Oh, just shit. seemed stupid. Cause they're, they're getting like getting messed up on a bunch of drugs and stuff like that. And he's yeah. playing this game where somebody would put an apple on their head and then he would shoot the apple with a gun. Well, he, he ended up shooting this person in the head. Ooh. That's pretty hardcore. Very and hardcore. He to, yeah, he had to live with this for the rest of his life. Yeah, see, that's, that's crazy. I could never kill someone, by the way, Daniel. That would really screw me up. Oh, me neither. I would not be able to. Um, I mean, maybe if it was somebody that was, like, really bad. Like a terrorist, yeah. Like someone that's a, or a pedophile, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have an issue there. But, you know, to kill just, like, a random person or something... In any kind of brutal fashion, I could never do that. That is, could never live with myself after that. Just the well, thoughts. I'll, I'll tell you what. If it's a pedophile, yeah, or something like that, I will personally get, get you a custom-made trophy. Whoa! Don't entice me, Daniel. Might do something uh, okay. I regret here. Um, by the way, um, let's pull up a photo of Francis Bean. By the way. All right. Yeah, let's see her. Yeah, she's a very uh, lovely woman. By the way. But wow, she really looks like her parents. But she is probably insane. I those eyes. have a feeling. I, yeah, she's got the eyes. Those eyes look like they belong to a crazy person. She looks insane. Or some kind of alien. She's pretty, but also crazy, I'm sure. Crazy, what, yes. What, do you, what eye color is that? The cra like yeah, she's got the crazy eyes. Dr. Detroit, you nailed it. And Cindy, yeah, she's got the crazy eyes. Those are the, the eyes of a wild woman that would probably do some bad shit to you. I think her mom's passed down the cray-cray. Oh, yeah. Looks a lot. Looks very much like her parents, indeed. 
Matter of fact, but let's this whole get a photo of them. Whole uh, movie that she made. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember what it was called. It was uh, all about what a bad, shitty father Kurt Cobain was, and how terrible it was that he committed suicide and left her. So that's what the documentary is about. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, I, I'm doing that right, as uh, you said. Um, Cobain monta- montage of heck. Ah, uh, yeah, that's it. So that's what it's called, montage of heck. Why not montage well, of hell? Well, there was also. But this is a, a film. Link. But this is a film by Brett Morgan, by the way. Are you familiar with him? No, I don't even know who this guy is. This is not it. There was that huge like legal battle between Courtney and I think it was. Uh, you know, the, the Foo Fighters guy? Actually, it is it, by the way. I take that back. I just found another article that says, this is it. So, Foo Fighters, go ahead. Yeah, D- uh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Him and Courtney were in a nasty legal battle. That was around the time that that box set came out with right. the uh, unreleased song. Right, yeah. They've been going at it for the last, like, 20 years, I heard. I hate Dave Grohl, by the way. Oh, why is that? I just don't, I don't like anything he puts out. I don't like... I don't like his mute. I don't like the Foo Fighters. I don't like him. I didn't even like that movie they put out a couple of years ago. That horror movie. That was a you shite. Made a horror movie? Yes. To go along with some album. The Poop what, Fighters. Was he trying to be Rob Zombie? Uh, the other sider said The Poop Fighters. That's a great name for them. And the yeah, he is trying to almost like a Rob Zombie-like uh, figure. Except I actually like Rob Zombie to a certain degree. Not everything. You know, his music's fun for a while, and then it gets kind of dumb. Well, he is one of Howard Stern's best friends. That's true. This is true. Howie. I guess, uh, I mean, people that listen to Howard's show, they're going to know what I'm talking about, but people that don't probably will have no clue. But Howard has a friend and personal stylist named Ralph, and I guess Ralph was uh, (laughs) hanging out with the two of them, and he was being very rude, and he was making fun of Rob's movies right to his face. No way. Yeah, it was like Howard was pissed about it. Like he was like well, I would damaging be p- their friendship. I'd be pissed too. I mean, it's Ralph. Those movies are kind of bad though. Yeah, but it's Ralph. The yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit. I mean, he's like a stylist of sorts, if you could even call it that. Howard's personal stylist. That's kind of embarrassing, by the way. Uh, some people actually like Ralph, but um, yeah, someone just said they love Ralph. <laughs> yeah, some people actually do. I've always found him quite annoying. But uh, t- Tyler Fleming says Rob Zombie puts on the best live show. And um, I-, I have zero criticism about Rob's music. I love his music. I still listen yeah. to Dragula on the on the way home from work sometimes. Rob Zombie is a... Um, he, he always has good musicians with him, like uh, John Five, by the way, when he was playing uh, with Rob Zombie. Actually got to see John Five play a set uh, back in like 2016, by the way. John Five was... Uh, amazing guitarist, by the way, who played for Rob Zombies. But he's played for a lot of bands, by the way. But this guy's yeah, kind of badass. To see him live, I was kind of thinking cool. about. Uh, yeah, there, there's also that thing he did with his brother, the guy from Power Man Five Thousand. Right. It's it's kind of odd when you see um, like certain certain bands you come across and you see the, the their siblings and they also have a band, and then you're like, whoa, where what happened there? They're kind of like polar opposites. Yeah, they're kind of like polar opposites. Opposites, kind of. Um, What were we gonna say, Daniel? Sorry. Well, we we don't really like appreciate that era of music as much as we should, in my opinion, because like the the white zombie days. Yeah. And um, uh, going back a little bit 
further, I was thinking a lot about the band Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, yeah. Like, uh, I like to listen to Dragula because it makes me feel kind of pumped up. Uh, but that song, Welcome to the Jungle, that's probably is that one your number, of the best. Is that your number one song? Um, No, not, not from uh, Guns N' Roses. They got some good songs. I mean, Slash was a great guitarist. Is he also a JW? A JW. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Is he? He kind of looks like someone that rocks a star, David. <laughs> I have no idea. In my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be way off, but he sort of looks that way. He's got that big nose. But people were kind of making fun of Guns N' Roses for a lot of years, but like, I, th- th- I just had this thought that technically that was the last great, more pure rock band because after that, everything got weird. It turned into grunge. It turned into punk. It turned into like weird new metal stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was a really strange time for music. The early 2000s, there was that strange new rock, they called it. Remember that? New rock. Yeah, I thought a lot of it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, some of it was all right. Some of it was pure shite. Like a P.O.D. Remember that shit? Oh, yeah. Remember that? some good hits. Youth of the Nation. Remember that? Youth of the Nation. How how could I forget? Oh, my God. I hated that shit, by the way. The worst. You you did not like uh, New Metal? I mean, uh, there was a few few songs that were tolerable, but for the most part, it was real bad. I I just could not get get into it that much. Yeah, because, like, you were... I think you were just finishing high school when I was kind of like in my mid twenties. Right. I was still, you know, going through that, that high school phase. So your generation was like just after all the new metal craze ended. Pretty much. It was like right on the outs, right so at what the was like, corner. What was the band that your generation was like? Like if, if I was to say, well, they were in a rap. In high school, yeah. My generation, they were more into like rap. That's when they were getting really into that. It's much more. Uh, yeah, it was there in that time. What was popular? It was more like um, sad but true. It was mostly rap. That's what was popular during that time. Gotcha. Were there any rock or metal bands that were big? I mean, they've always been big. You always had like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, even though I hate them. They were really popular at that time too. Oof. You know, I don't know oh, what it is. From, I don't know what it is, Daniel. Right, but I don't know what it is, Daniel. I mean, you have like these three bands that you hear out here in California all the time. You know, you hear Green Day, you hear the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you hear Blink-182. You hear this shit all the time out here. If you turn on uh, the radio long enough, you'll come across it, and it's repulsive. And I I just have to blame the record companies. I can't listen to that. Something unpredictable. That's another terrible song. But yes, it, it's all part of the uh, the record labels. They they pay all these radio stations to keep these records in or songs rather in heavy rotation and or in heavy syndication, I should say. And I don't know what it is, Daniel. I feel like calling every radio station and just saying, "Can you stop playing this shit already?" Yeah, unfortunately, let it go. I think they're limited. Yeah, I don't think they have much of a say. What's crazy is uh. You know uh, Sandra Sandra Bernhardt? Not personally, but I well, she played a, a character on that Ro- Roseanne TV show that was just huge. Was she also a JW? I believe so. Uh, I knew it. How did I know, Daniel? But she actually comes from radio. She comes from radio. 
Yeah, she was like a huge radio disc jockey. And she really? And play music. But oh, wow. That's actually like where she comes from. Then she kind of, I think she got into like stand up and comic or acting and all that. Wow. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, that was the, that was back when radio was still big. It still kind of is. It's still pretty popular, in my opinion. It, just, it doesn't have just no more shock jocks. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like that. That's cool. But Roseanne, again, great, uh, great show, by the way. Roseanne, she made a lot of money. The JWs. Yes. This is a great song. I don't know why everyone's offended by this. All the JWs out there, we love you. Love you guys. Yeah, we do. I'm wearing the Star David right now. Big Star of David on my shirt here and a Ukraine flag waving in the background. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're uh, double dipping. I'm double dipping, yeah. You just want to give all our money away. And I transitioned. Oh, oh my. I have a, a bonus hole now. Okay. So now uh, I'm unstoppable now, Daniel. Let's see, this is all you had to do to really make it. That's all I had to do. Like, the mainstream is going to be all over you. That's right. My parents died on 9-11, by the way. Oh. Both of them died on 9-11. They were too on far, the, too far. They were on the 55th floor, by the way. Dang. They're gone. They, they they didn't jump, did they? They did. I'm sorry, that's terrible. They did jump. <laughs> they jumped the hell out of that window. They didn't want to go out like their ancestors, by the way. What I mean by ancestors, yeah. I mean this. They went out that way. Or they didn't want to go well, out that way. You know, speaking of speaking they, of they were saying that the attack on Israel, the surprise attack, Boy, was they. the 9-11 of Israel. That's what they're claiming, right? They're like, this is 9-11 all over again. Very strong words. Um, Roman in the chat says, I identify as Ashkenazi Jew. Side with the winner, he said. Side with the winner? <laughs> yes, that's what he said. That's Roman. like uh, on The Simpsons where the politicians take off their masks. And I know, right? That's what's good. His name is like, I look forward to serving, <laughs> serving you, my new alien overlords. By the way, did you see our president recently? Yeah, I mean, how could you uh, not keep up on this guy uh, falling off stage and what? shaking the hand of nobody? And Have you seen this photo, though, by the way, that video I'm referring to where he's like on an airplane and he's talking and I think he's like in Israel or something and he's got this weird chin thing going on. He's got what? like that. He's no. got like a Uriah Faber chin all of a sudden, a little butt chin. You could strap an under you could strap a thong on that chin. Is this another body double? That's what a lot of people online are claiming. I'm not going to say that just yet. Have there been body doubles in the past for um, dictators and leaders and so forth? Absolutely. He's Is this got that a body pissy, double? I don't know. He's got that pissy hair going on. Like he that does. slight hit of yellow. <laughs> he does. He's got a really strange face. But that chin, though. Look at that chin, though, Daniel. It's, it's very heroic looking. He didn't have that chin before. Something looks weird, though. Like he got some Botox done. Why does our president, and I say that very lightly, why does he look like that? Is that a body double? Some people believe that, Daniel. There's some people here that in the chat room, they believe that for sure. Uh, but Joe Biden looking strange with that weird chin thing. Did he get I, I punched know, or man. something? What I, happened? I personally believe that he is nothing but body doubles, but then a lot of people call me crazy. So I wonder, am, am I actually crazy because I believe this stuff? Or do I give it too much credit? Or are the crazy people the ones that just believe what they're told? I don't really know anymore. I don't really know anymore either. I just remember back in the early days of 
internet message boards in the early 2000s, you would um, come across these stories about what may or may not happen. And that's what, you know, we saw these, cra we would think of them as crazy people, but then all of a sudden all the things that the crazy people were saying that would eventually happen actually happened. Yeah, certainly. But um, one thing I did, I did want to bring up is, oh God, uh, you know, and this has to do with Joe Biden. Joseph he Biden. Was, yeah, he was speaking on this. The attack, or I shouldn't say attack, the accident that happened in East Palestine, oh. Ohio. You remember that? I remember that, yes. Ohio. How can I forget? Oy vey. Well, at the time, some people were saying that this was a hint from the world elite that they were going to decimate Gaza very soon. You know, Palestine, East Palestine, and then the actual Palestine in the Middle East, they were drawing an analogy and saying that they were giving, giving hints about doing something terrible. And from what I could tell, they were exactly right, because that's actually what's happening right now. Interesting. Some people were saying that, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, how, how could I not notice that? Because, I mean, you know, I, I keep track of this stuff, mostly through, like, social media. I sure. follow the people that talk about this sort of thing. You're following along, yeah. I, cool. Yeah, I, I didn't I think you. nothing of it, but as I'm, you know, doing podcasting and researching stuff like that, my brain is starting to work different, and I'm starting to recognize these little clues and things like that. Very good. Yes, a lot of people miss these sort of things because they're too busy with their mundane sort of there's mundane activities they're doing you know they're living life not everyone has time to keep a track of all this shit that's going on and how can you really daniel how can you really like know everything that's going on there's just so much to know and um go ahead talking to guys like ole damnegard holy damnegard right max egan i feel like listening to them they have taught me to notice a lot of these little clues and signs from the elite when they put them out so like the like the red shoe thing or the the lone sock or the lone shoe uh you know the tom hanks movie where he, he did a movie about the red shoe all that stuff is just i don't know if you would call it predictive programming or uh, it might be it might the, be uh, re revelation of the method by the way um i was gonna jump off here on the subject at all by the way but i did want to talk to you about um what was that thing we we're going to talk about uh, oh yes that's right we're going to talk about will smith by the way oh yes i, I didn't want to take too much uh time to get into that here since we don't we know we're kind of limited in time here i thought um let's get into that i think you wanted to sort of talk about that as well here and i've always thought what, what is going on with that family you know i grew up watching the fresh prince of bel-air you know i love that show i would think highly of um will smith you know he came out on all these movies and then all these years pass by and you find out he's kind of like this weird weird beta male you know he's like a scientologist he's letting men sleep with his wife or whatever she is what happened to him i i, I have to bring up the uh, professor griff stuff where it's pointed out that oh shit like early in his career, he was forced to play like this gay character on the movie Six Degrees of Separation, mm. and supposedly that's something they make all all black guys major, do, right? Yeah, black guys. Why is that? Do. That's 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 very weird. The whole black guy in a dress thing. I don't I don't really find that amusing. Yeah, I mean, if if you you know again, if you have the right eyes to see this stuff and 
you know, people, this will enrage a lot of people, I'm sure, because it, let's face it, there's a lot of anti-black sentiment out there, but sure, they they do force black people to do this stuff. Beta. Like they say, Sorry. Yeah, I don't think Hollywood or the media in general is pro-black. I think they're anti-black, but they pretend to be pro-black. Right, right. And now we have a photograph here of one Will Smith and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Because what do we always get? We always get the the goofy comedian, right? Black folk, or we yeah. get the the rapper that it talks about killing people, whatnot. But the intelligent black male or female that has something to say, they always push them into the shadows, push them beyond our perception because they do not want us to associate blackness with intelligence. I'm just looking at this photograph. I think Oof. Will Smith is a perfect example of this. Like. How far can you humiliate a person? I He's feel the most so bad. Person, <laughs> yeah, the most cocked person by a guy that's not even alive anymore by Tupac. And then there's the whole, oh yeah, didn't uh, Jada did she date Tupac or something? I like think that? she was banging him, or she yeah. was she was being banged by or vice versa. There was a lot of banging going on. But yeah, can you imagine if you were married to some woman and she's like talking about your ex for you know for all this time? Oh, that would be that. I can't even say the word here. I would get kicked off. I just think uh, that is pretty, pretty messed up. Um, Daniel, can you imagine? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I agree completely. And then there was the whole uh, slapping Chris Rock thing like that. A lot of people feel that that was some sort of humiliation. Ritual. I had read something along the lines that Chris Rock was like, tried to ask her out at one time many moons ago. And I guess Will Smith never let that go. That also intensified the, 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 the heat, the rivalry, if there is one. One thing that was very weird was they kind of acted like they didn't really know each other that well, but not long after it happened, I was catching old Fresh Prince reruns, and Chris Rock was literally on an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so that they I didn't known know. each other pretty good. Wow. I didn't even know that. So yeah, I agree. They must know each other to some degree. And again, that is, that is a, a demon right there. This woman, she is demonic in my, my opinion, Daniel. And then you have, you know, circling back to this whole transgender thing, might as well talk about it while we're still able to, but they, there's talk that the daughter, her name is a Willow. Willow, so yeah. She is a male to female transgender oh my god son is a female to a male to female and then the daughter has the dad's name and the son has the mother's name yeah yeah you're you're uh jaden smith and willow smith and uh trey smith i guess that's their names and yeah oh what is wrong willow willow yeah see what happens when uh you go through all these sort of things with with the wife you grow up you raise children that uh look like oh my god i just came across a very strange photo here of one uh jaden smith uh, will smith's uh son or daughter whatever you want to call it nowadays i don't know what's going on here but when you're in hollywood for too long this is what happens to you in my opinion you start going to these parties you used to be straight you get invited to an orgy next thing you know you're banging a guy in the ass <laughs> well it's, it's the way it was kind of rolled out it was like 
they were using the sun as kind of an early transgender propaganda piece where early on when this stuff was coming out like he was right there in it like oh look will and jada's son he's wearing a dress so he's wearing a skirt oh my god like that's that fell right in line with the the, the um, kardashian um caitlin gender stuff right right now there's a new photograph here for you to see and um yeah, they look kind of normal. The daughter doesn't look very normal. He looks somewhat normal. This is this is actually a normal photograph now that I think about it. Not too crazy here, but I've always thought, what's going to happen to those damn kids? And sure enough, they came out like freaks, basically. Like all of Hollywood's, um, all of the Hollywood actors' um, kids come out to be. They, they're all freaks because of their parents. Well, Charlize Theron and... Megan Fox, they both have yeah, Megan Fox. kids. That's right. A good, another good example. Megan Fox with uh, those kids of hers. And uh, obviously her thoughts and opinions and ideas were instilled into those children. And now they are, they, they were little boys and now they are little girls. Thanks to mom. Les yeah, Moore not, says, uh, by the way, Les Moore says Mike is Mossad. Yeah, I'm not like to, I'm, to kind not, of answer some of the um, talk in the chat. I, I'm yeah. not like a, a conservative guy or republican or anything like that i'm just observing what's happening around me um i think a lot of people might feel pressure to support some of this stuff but i you know i, I support whatever somebody wants to do but i don't support programming and manipulation and whatever this black magic is it's alchemical stuff that no no pun intended society. by the way you know we have, we have like black people on the screen and you're like you know, I'm just trying to oh. <laughs> be diaphanous yeah. clear. We're not trying to, you know. That, that's the good kind of black magic. Right. My, my, my. Hollywood just really screws everything up. And but again, this uh, is the this is representative yeah. of the black community, the Smith family. Like, why aren't there more black people that we can look up to and respect and can function as role models? Are you going to really tell me that these people don't exist? Despite when I go on social media, I, I jump into... Uh, you know, like a, a chat or some a space spaces, and I'm hearing all kinds of really intelligent, educated black folk. And then when I turn on the TV, I don't see any of these people. Something's wrong with that. Well, yes. Um, as you know, we have lots of international listeners. I have um, black friends from other countries, and uh, you know they don't really like some of the American black folks. By the way, ah, uh, mm -hmm. they feel the same way. Yeah, I've, I've heard stuff like that, like yeah. people that come from, um, you know, Africa, like Fran, and Somalia, you know, stuff like that. I know like a lot of like black dudes that were former fighters that, that, that are like from France, you know, they're like from Paris and uh, I've talked to them and they all, not all of them, but they don't have many kind things to say about most of the American black folks that they've been around remember, and exposed to. That's just, an, that's just an experience Jansky? thing, Dale. I remember him. Yes. A great kickboxer, by the way. Fantastic. Yeah. Very talented, very scary man. I would not want to go in the ring with that guy. He would knock you the hell out, that's for sure. Yeah, I think there's a an attack that, that happens. Um, you can even see exact specific examples of it, like the Tuscany syphilis experiments. Oh, right. Or when an entire building full of black people was mysteriously bombed for some reason by our, only, our own government. A lot of the racist things the ex-presidents were saying, the fact that so many 
rich Americans were in support of the Nazis. There's yeah. a lot of stuff like that that the, gets covered uh, up. But... The Tuskegee syphilis um, thing that went on back in 1932, by the way, not that long ago. Do you think about it? Exactly. And, and that's what initially, like, because, I mean, I'm sure everybody remembers, like, when, um, you know, Trump was coming up. I, I, I kind of believed in him a little bit, and I was very adamant about him getting elected and stuff like that. But when I started to see what was on the right and that a, a lot of it is kind of linked up to this white supremacy stuff as well as, like, the Zionism stuff that you can, tr that you can trace if you really want to do the work, if anybody really wants to do the work, then... You know, they're they're going right. to come across it. Yeah, you'll, you'll come up, you'll be exposed to all these sort of things, these ideas, these uh, agendas out there. And you'll be like, do I really want to back any of this shit? And, uh, you know, I feel the same way about a lot of things out there. I, and as you said, I'm an observer myself. I'm not entrenched in any of it. I have no allegiance to any side. I'm just an outsider of this world looking in. And a lot of people that listen to us are, are probably conservative or republican oh yeah it they seems are like there's a lot of that the, the whole truth movement has kind of been pushed onto the right and i personally believe that's manipulation it's been um caused by social engineering exactly because once you get everybody labeled a certain way okay now you can literally go after the christians because they're terrible people that won't get you know what and they also want to uh put trans kids to death by not accepting them and they use the bible to justify everything so we better get rid of the bible see everybody's been pushed into this one group and that gives them a position where they can now go after them dangerous times we are living in very very dangerous times daniel yeah it's to the point where like this stuff we were talking about earlier with with israel well it's my understanding that the things that happened in 2020 that would enable us to be tracked and enable us to be watched more closely this actually probably goes back to the patriot act and even before then but these things have more to do with israel and what's happening right now than most people would give credit for because this is something that matters a lot to the people that have the money and they know how to manipulate society and they know that in a normal situation most people would be against violence and genocide in general. But if they can find a way to justify Justified, it. Justified, yes. If you hear your favorite telecaster or radio host or TV anchor saying these things, then uh, you want to be on their side. You're going to get all worked up with them and so forth and so forth. I uh, realize there's a lot of things that I say to certain people, but you know, it's going to take a lot more than me saying it to them for them to sort of consume what I'm trying to get across to them. So a good way to do it is try to find someone that they like and respect and wait for them to sort of relay that message to them. That way they will fully um, agree with that person. Uh, I, I'm sure you know what I mean, Daniel. Like if I'm telling you something, you know, you're, I'm like your friend, you don't really think too highly of me that much. But if there's like something, someone that you really believe in. And if they start relaying the same message that I was to you a few months ago, all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I'm on board now. Oh, sure. I've felt a lot of pressure to take kind of a right-wing biblical stance on everything because that's what people that listen to me and follow the show, that that's what a lot of them believe. They expect but that from I, you, yeah. 
yeah, but I, I can't be slave to people's expectations either. I mean, I want as many people to listen. Yeah, as but it's not who you, it's not who you are though. You know, I know you quite well and that's not who you are. Yeah. And that's a problem that I, I honestly have been having is it's gotten so bad recently that, yeah, I, if you remember, I used to be just like free speech, free speech, anything goes, don't you tear, dare tell anybody to not say this or that. Don't you dare tell me to not say this or that. Right. But even I have had to bend because it literally means if I go off on certain subjects, I'll get, I'll get pulled completely from everywhere and I'll have no reach and all the work that I put in over the past 10 years or whatever, uh, it's going to get me, I'm going to have to backtrack majorly. Yeah. I agree. They're literally punishing people. Right. And uh, they'll continue to do that as we uh, go forward here in time. Yeah. And it it means even not having certain guests on like people that I know are going to go right into the subject. It's like, yeah. Okay. You know, five years ago, I'd want this person on immediately, but now I'm like, uh, I just know what's going to happen. Uh, that, that does kind of make me feel like I'm selling out a little bit. <laughs> you feel like you're selling out. I like that. That's fun. Sure. Because I should be able to come on here and rant about that. You know what? But yeah, of I, course. I won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're smarter than that. You're a little exactly. bit, you're a little too smart for that. Yes. I, I agree. There's certain things that we really can't discuss too openly here. Yeah. I, I missed back in uh 20, the wild west days. <laughs> And any time before 2020, let's put it that way. Yeah, the times were a lot simpler. You know, you had uh, much more rain to say what you want, but uh, not anymore. Those times have come and gone, and now we live in a different era. You know, we live in an era where we have uh, people like Kanye West and uh, Nick Fuentes. Yeah, Kanye especially. That is a perfect example of this stuff that we were talking about that allegedly might be happening to you know, black people that have reached a level of fame. Perfect example. He's just made to look like a clown, a lunatic, uh, just not given <laughs> any sort of credit. I just wonder whatever happened to Kanye West. Was it all the money? Did that screw him up? Did that oh, ruin there, his some brain? Illuminati mind control stuff going on there. Kanye West, the man who met the president, along with uh, Nick Fuentes. That, that's wild, by the way. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think that is crazy. And yes, somebody <laughs> crazy. in the chat is bringing up Britney Spears, another perfect example. Britney Spears, our girl Britney Spears. How can uh, anyone not love Britney Spears? Living wild, dancing with the knives, that was cool. And uh, allegedly there was a report of uh, some sort of um, abortion that she had with uh, Justin Timberlake back in the day I had read. Oof. They kept Apparently, it on the low. Her, her father even was controlling what she was eating because he wanted her to stay in good shape so she could continue to make him a lot of money. Making that money, got to keep that ass in shape. That's why uh, the Victoria's Secret, uh, that that company, they are they're going back to the roots of actually featuring women that are in actual shape and not these big, um, you know, rhinoceroses. And even in one of her early videos, she's like in a classroom and she's wearing like this school uniform like like the the pedophilic overtones are over the top with britney spears and always have been and with kanye like, he went... was uh remember kanye he was down with balenciaga remember that the, the, that uh that company that were um peddling that oh. weird shit with the kids oh yeah that remember was that? creepy 
very creepy. And now here's a photograph of one Kanye West dressed like an empire at a high school baseball game alongside um, his new wife. She's got that short hair, that weird hair. She's got big fake tits on her and looks uh, very odd. Yeah, immediately I'm like, my, my God, she's bursting at the chest. Bursting at the seams. Um, it yes. must be cold outside. Right, someone did marry him indeed. See, there's someone for everyone out there, Daniel. One positive thing I can say about him, though, is he probably wrote the best faith-based song of all time, Jesus Walks. You like that one? Oh, yeah, love that song. People really love um, one Kanye West. People love him. He's he's talented. I mean, as throw away all the craziness you've seen from him and just... He's a good musician. Him as a, yeah. He's a good musician. And he was... Like, remember when... Uh, 50 Cent was like the shit. Like 50 Cent was the biggest thing in rap. He was just everywhere. I, I guess he was very, very popular in the early 2000s. And uh, by the way, Tyler says that's from his garbage bag collection dropping in November. It's pretty good. <laughs> he's dressed very strange, by the way. He's been dressing like an extra in Blade Runner. He's dressed, dressing like Seth Rollins. He is. He's dressing, he's dressing like Seth Rollins. <laughs> he, yeah, he definitely looks like a extra in the movie RoboCop 3. Remember RoboCop 3? Oh, yeah, with the with the robot ninja. That's right, with the robot ninja. Not everyone gives uh, much love to RoboCop 3, but I do. I like that one. RoboCop, also a video game. There's a RoboCop video game now, by the way. I had no idea. But that came up on the YouTube here. And I thought, wow, oh, yeah, RoboCop game, cool. Yeah, Very I think nice. there's another one coming out, too. Wow. Uh, by the way, here is a clip of, um, I was going to look for a photo of uh, Nick Fuentes, but we have an audio clip. And uh, Daniel, this is about a minute long, so I want you to sort of catch your breath here, and I'm going to do the same. Here we go. You ready for this? Let's do it. It gets pretty bad, Daniel. I hope you're ready. They're here because their purpose is to be double agents to make sure that the money and the guns and everything else keeps flowing. They're here effectively is a parasitic force. That's what, by definition, they are, is a parasitic force in the sense that they are an alien organism. They have attached themselves to this country to support their own country, their own entity, to the detriment of this one. So by definition, that's the symbiotic relationship that that is, is parasitism. It's what it is. They're not here providing a benefit to America at all. They're here to make sure that Americans continue to support the country they really care about. That's why they're here. That's why they're running American media, whether it's Joel Pollack or Shapiro Prager, Levin. That's what they're here for. Oh, my. Well. That was Nick Fuentes, by the way. Those are dangerous words. Those are very dangerous words. He's playing with fire, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I should agree with him or, or just be really fake and condemn his words can you imagine he was hanging out with the president and kanye west at one time and alex jones well let me put it this way Holy okay babe. i'm just gonna say this and i actually already said this <laughs> Holy already, shit. but while certain things that were just said are probably true like i've come a long way in the way that i view this stuff whereas i see the population of israel or the jewish people in general as victims they are a sacrifice most of them have no clue what's going on or how things work on a global stage or behind the scenes 
they're simply being used just like the people in Palestine, the people in Gaza. They're being used to accomplish a goal. Most of them are probably great people. I don't believe in going after them individually or condemning Jewish people as a whole. Um, I can say, however, there's some pretty nasty stuff in the Talmud that would certainly turn a head or two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And this is the problem I have uh, with religion. All religion. Well, not all religion, but there's a lot about there. There's a lot out there that um, if you read into it, it's pretty, pretty bad for you and me. For those who, who aren't practicing that certain religion, you are the enemy of sorts. No matter what anyone tells you, you still are looked upon as the antagonist if you don't belong to that religion. And you're still looked at that way now. If you're not a Christian, if you're not a Catholic, if you're not a Jew, a Muslim, religion could yeah, be it, very bad for you. Exactly. Very exactly. bad. Like, don't take the most extreme examples of a Catholic that, that like, goes in, in the shadows in front of the fireplace and, like, whips themselves, or a Muslim that wants to behead people. Also, let me... Or, let like, me, a Jewish person that's let, really Talmudic. Let me, let me say this really quickly to everyone out there. When I say that... I'm not telling you to be against religion or be anything like that. I'm, I'm just saying you don't need, you don't need it. God exists in all of you out there, whether you believe in God or not. You don't need There's a church. Stuff. You don't need to go to, you don't need to go to uh, any kind of church. You don't need to read this or anything. You just have to sort of believe in God and that's it. That's all you need. There's stuff that Talmudists believe about Jesus, like burning in hell in a vat of boiling poop. Yes, and boiling excrement in the Talmud. It's in there for sure. Exactly. Uh, Jesus is boiling in there, and Mary is a whore, is essentially <laughs> what they believe in. And anyone who else is not, you know, is a goyim. And that's where you get into the idea of supremacy, because... Right. Okay, we, we all know that white supremacy is bad, and it's bad. Any type of racial supremacy is bad. Right, even Jewish supremacy. Yes. What was that? I said even Jewish supremacy. Well, it does seem like a lot of stuff in the, the Talmud does support this point of view that it says does. that it's okay to exploit society and use them as puppets. When you combine all these darker things in the Talmud into a complete belief system, what you're left with is an individual that seems a little hateful to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I see that in the other religions out there. There's a lot of bad out there. Like for anybody to say, it's good to go massacre all these people, or we need to get revenge, or, or blood for blood, or stuff like that. Okay, that, there's an argument there. I won't deny that. Self-defense is a reality. But wh wh what is the end game here? Let's say that they get rid of every man, woman, and child in Gaza. Well, they're still completely surrounded by Arabic countries. Right. Are you going to tell me they're not going to get attacked at some point? Right, right. It's a... Uh... Shouldn't be a surprise to anyone that this happened, by the way. They're like, uh, people were acting surprised, Daniel, when this all first happened. Like a big shock, a big surprise that a lot of people were murdered. It's like, how, how well, can you be surprised that you live right next to people that, two, two sides that are um, fighting amongst each other for forever now. How can you be shocked? And, and to be fair, I know that there's things in Islam that are a huge turnoff, such as you know, Muhammad having the underage wife or um belie believing in beheading the infidels yeah the underage uh, wife thing nature. is pretty bad muhammad and what is she with like five nine years old the bride i believe she was nine nine 
Yeah, and also Mohammed rode a Pegasus. Oh, Mohammed rode a, a, a dinosaur. <laughs> a, a horse with wings. Ah, a dinosaur. Kind of. Yeah, I, I know what a Pegasus is. Um, a dinosaur. <laughs> he rode a pterodactyl. Jesus on a pterodactyl. I used to have a t-shirt of a Jesus riding a T-Rex, by the way. That's hilarious. It was one of the greatest shirts I've ever worn. Some people liked it. Some people hated it. I thought it was, thought it was hilarious. Well, let's pick on Christianity, too, so that ah. nobody can say we're biased. Like, ah, yeah. The um, like Christians. The whole, the whole thing about sacrificing goats. What's up with that? Ooh, I know. Yeah, there, there's a lot of weird ones in uh, Christianity, you know, the whole... the. Um, Sleep the whole daughter sleeping with a father, that and, story, and all the pedophiles in the church, and all the pedos out there. Yeah, it's there's a lot of weird uh, shit that went on back in our earliest of uh, early roots, Daniel, of mankind when we're first trying to figure this out. I'm not sure what some ancient people thought, but the whole child bride thing, the whole everything about sexuality, it seems it was kind of kind of a uh, perverted back then. Even more so than now. Yeah, if you go back to like real ancient times and all the uh, like orgies, pagan orgies, and very sexual, of that nature, super sexual. Like uh, in some ways, Zeus. You know the god Zeus. Right, Zeus. He was he was like one of the first pedophiles. He was one of the first pedos because pedo-ass. the story goes that Zeus turned into an eagle. He went and scooped this young boy up. Oh my then, god. He started having a the the boy became his cupbearer. Yeah, and he he ended up having a pederast relationship with this male child, and that was perfectly acceptable back then. That's all I have to say. <laughs> what is that? Oh, that was the um, that the goddamn. Oh, <laughs> yes, I. It's a it's a bit of a classic, Daniel. Gotcha. Yeah, you might not know about that. It's ahead of your time. Somebody's saying Zeus drives a windowless panel wagon with free candy written on the <laughs> sides of it. I like that, yeah. From Creation's Vibration. Hilarious. They've been on a roll lately, by the way. That um gentleman, whoever that is. It's a but mystery. It, it shows you like what's what was going on back then. Like what types of things were acceptable. Like, is this society what they're trying to bring back with all this like pro pedophilia stuff, like the whole maps thing? You know, minor attractive person. Oh, I know. Isn't that, should... isn't that creepy? Well, By the way, they're trying to normalize child rape. Well, if these people are in control of things, then yeah. Ooh, that is demonic. If there ever, ever was anything considered demonic, that would be it. The whole sexualization of children, that is real bad. Real bad. And now we have the stuff about if a child says that they are a certain gender or whatever, now the state can separate the child from their parents, at least in the state I live in. Wow. Now children can become property of the state. You could probably How do that here in California, I, I imagine. Yeah, California is right there. We're a fallen state. We really oh, yeah. are. I mean, that's what we are out here in California. Sad but true. But you know what? I'd rather live here than anywhere else in America. Well, there's great weather down there. This is the greatest place to be, in my and opinion. And if you're trying to break into showbiz, it's a good place to be. Yeah, if you got, well, you got to move a little closer to the Los Angeles area, which I would advise you not to do. You don't want that L.A. influence on you. 
just a warning for those out for those out there that live uh, far away from California and they want to come out here. You just don't want that California, LA sort of influence. Just a um, word of advice. Well, people aren't sure where to stand nowadays because uh, typically the liberal side of things, the left would be very pro Jewish because so many <laughs> big wig Hollywood people and people like that are Jewish. Right. But then at the same time, the right, like Trump and all that, they're, they're very, they're always very pro Israel. Like the proud boys are very pro Israel. And it's like people that before knew they love they Israel. Stood, yeah. Now they're not quite sure what side is more pro Israel. So they don't know which side to pick. Yeah. They don't know what, what to decide. That's funny. Too and, funny. And they try to ins- they're, they're trying to like insist now that Trump is anti-Israel because he made like a specific comment or something like that. But that doesn't make any sense. That his makes zero sense. Jared Kushner. Yeah, his son-in-law is Jared Kushner. He went out there to Israel. They didn't go out there multiple times, if I remember correctly. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. But I, I thought he went out there quite a bit. He's got a lot of power. He's very close to the leadership in Israel. He's He's like right there with them. He's... He's about as important, important yeah. and influential as you could possibly be. Got to give him some credit. He's he's working it all, trying to win. And, he and is a, trying a lot to of win. These, a lot of these bigwig people have a dual citizenship, so they can be a citizen of the United States and Israel at the same time, which gives them certain legal flexibility in terms of running businesses and things of that nature. Oh, yeah. By the way, are you looking into the uh, chat room now? Like you could see yeah, the screen. Quite, quite a bit going on in there. I'm always going to say, do you like the logo, by the way? The very back to the future sort of thing. Oh, yeah. I love that. That font looks awesome. It's, uh, it's a fun sort of thing here. I thought it went well with the theme of the show. I mean, we're going back to the, going back to the start here, Daniel, since World War III is underway here, it seems like. Every single day we are getting closer and closer to... Um, a World War III-like scenario, and our, what was it, our, our navies out there already, right? Correct. So there's, there's three fronts being created currently. But first of all, before I get into this, I do love the logo. I love anything with like an 80s synthwave sort of style. So big props on a lot of the artwork lately you've been doing. Like what I've been glimpsing of it, it's definitely stepped up. But um, getting into this stuff about World War III, there's three main fronts being created. There's what you're talking about in the South China Sea, all of our biggest and best weaponry in terms of um, battleships, battleships that we don't even understand what type of technology they're employing. All that stuff's down in the South China Sea as China's building these little islands and taking as much territory as they can. They want to keep control. Both sides want to keep control because if we were to lose that access that would completely tank our economy. We very much need to keep those trade routes open. And that's going to pop off at any second. All that has to happen is for China to uh, make the first move and go ahead and invade Taiwan, that's which gonna they happen. could do at any point, especially yeah. if we get too stretched, giving all of our money to Ukraine. And then that would be the second front, what's happening in Ukraine. It was already announced that China is backing Russia's economy. So they're already making efforts against us in that field. Now, with that proxy war being fought in Ukraine, we don't have any munitions left. We don't have the missiles and ballistics that we would need to go to war 
right now. We're, we're being stretched way too thin. And now consider the final front being created in the Middle East with Iran finally joining in with Russia and China. We now have a new Axis power to fight against. And their propaganda has been uniform since 2020, pretty much blaming the United States for everything. Not going to get into that subject, of course. Right. But they've been pretty much, yeah, they've been blaming the United States for all of it. So being that they are already aligned against us, all they have to do is you know, either Taiwan gets invaded, China waits for that perfect moment, and then we're really in trouble at that point. Yeah, we're pretty much screwed here. And of course, we had sent Israel our artillery shells that initially were destined for the Ukraine. So of course, Zelensky, I'm sure, threw another fit after he found that, after he found that, uh, that tidbit there. And uh, Zelensky... Very, very angry right now since uh, all the cred, all the attention is going to Israel. He's very pissed off about that. Cry baby. Yeah, and look how much everybody's talking about this. Like households are divided against each other. I've never seen anything Yeah, even, like even on this, this. program, Daniel, uh, lots of listeners very angry. They were pissed off at Mike because he's very much pro-Israel. You know, he's rocking the star David on the program. When he comes on here, which is all right, you know we don't. We still what do you love mean, Dan- rocking the star of David? We still love him, Daniel. I'm just saying he's very, very pro-Israel. Oh, okay. I thought like maybe he got on camera and he had like a giant necklace on. Or something. No, I mean I, we could only hope he would do that. We would only that would hope be, that would be good. <laughs> but I, I'm seriously considering playing this uh, music for him when he uh, comes on the program. You know he. Okay, I, I'm sensing something here and. My advice to Mike is to just tone it down a little bit because I think he's making some great strides in what he's doing on this program and how he's putting himself out there and he's being himself and he's he's starting to sound really good, but he might want to tone that stuff down a little bit before he might the have to start grabbing their pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's really creating a lot of um enemies out there right now, by the way. Which I love. I mean I'm I think that's great. I'm all about it. I think you should create as many as you can. Uh, but it's a dangerous game to play, though. Very dangerous game to play. But yes, Mike, he's been consuming a lot of that Fox News. A lot of that um, Mark Levin. Yeah, uh, that Todd Mark was Levin guy. That he was, you know, Todd, he was telling Todd. me that he was, uh, he caught the program where you guys had EA coetting on. Oh, my God. And uh, yeah. yeah, he was great show. Co- complimenting that show very much. It seemed to be pretty good. It was a fun show. It was a great show. We uh, love EA Kuwaitin here. He's a great guy, a very awesome guy, very controversial guy. And that's what we love here on the program. We love the controversial figures out there, the people that are, uh, you know, they're feared a little bit. We like that here. We like people that are feared. We enjoy that. And uh, by the way, if you don't know who Mark Levin is, there is a photograph of one Mark Levin. The Mark Levin Show. I can't stand his voice, by the way. So, you know, I uh, tune out. He's, call- he's also known as The Great One, by the way. Like if he is Rocky Maivia back in the WWF. So I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended that he would call himself The Great One like he's The Rock. You know, he thinks he's back in the WWF. You know, I don't see nothing great about him. He probably has great connections. He's making that, you know, that. You know that kind of money I'm talking about here, Daniel. I'm not super familiar with this guy. Is he like this kind of money, by the way. That kind of money. Like, 
Sorry. Like, who is this guy? I'm kind of out of the loop. He is like one of these uh, talk show guys. You know, he's a media personality. He's on the radio. He comes out on Fox News as a news pundit. One of these guys. I'm, I'm in that middle-aged person rut where I work all the time and I have like yeah, you no don't care clue about what's that. going on in pop culture. I'm with you on that. I, I could care less, but you know how I am when it comes to, you know, radio stuff. I keep up with these people and he's one of these guys that gets his... Is he conservative? Very conservative. He wears the star, David. Let's put it that way. Okay, so he's like a Ben Shapiro. He's Ben Shapiro, basically. He's a JW as well. So that should kind of tell you a few things. In terms gotcha. of where he... Where he, um, you know, lays his hat, put it that way. Another one is uh, Laura Loomer. Laura Loomer, another one. Damn, there's a lot of them. Laura Loomer. Remember that? Remember that girl? That woman, I should say. Laura Loomer. Got I pull up a photo of Laura Loomer. Boy, they. Yeah, I mean, she's not that bad looking. She's just uh, psychotic, though. That's the problem. Her head is filled with nonsense. Her head is filled with a lot of bullshit. That is true. She is out of her mind. And we're not talking a few years ago, like Howard. We're talking about now. <laughs> well, oh. yeah, I think that... The alien guy came saying... up on my screen. Sorry about that, folks. Go ahead, Daniel. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think people, they, they, they recognize something. They say, well, if I start a platform and I'm very conservative, I'm very MAGA, or I support this or that, I, I immediately have... Tons and tons of listeners because that crowd right. is inbuilt. Yeah, they, yeah, they're they're embedded basically with any of these subjects. Sure, I have a lot of that out here too. A lot of right wing conservative types, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. They're, I mean, they could enjoy whatever show they want, but I'm not. I, I've I've never considered this to be a right wing show, a conservative show. Do we talk about those things? Sure, but essentially, that's not who I am. I don't agree with a lot of these folks to be considered a part of that crowd. I don't agree with, with uh, various things that would make me a part of that crowd. But this okay. isn't anything okay. new. Yeah, it's it's new. generally accepted that as a host, it's better if you are not committed to any certain political paradigm. Because if you do, you're going to alienate half the people out there. That's it's right. just a no-win situation. That's true. And, uh, you know, we alienate people all the time here on the program. Those that first tune in, they, they don't know what to expect. So they're hearing me say all kinds of wild shit. So they don't know where I lie. And that could be an issue. But just stick around. You'll figure it out. You'll find out that this show is much, much more than you ever imagined. It's like a box but I, of chocolates. I do respect that about Mike, Mike H, where he is still being true to himself and unhinged. And not censoring himself at all. He's just putting it out there. Not a whole lot of people are still right. doing that nowadays. We love that about him, by the way. That he's being genuinely himself. And that's what we all want. And that's what we all try to do here is be ourselves. Yes, unhinged. <laughs> very unhinged. Very insane. Everyone's insane to some degree. Um, so, Daniel, looking at the time here, I know you got a show to do. you got to do a little prep work. Um, I, I do oh, want... Oh, damn. It's already almost been two hours? Yeah, I look at the time right now, and I thought, oh, my God. Daniel, what what happened? But, yeah, we got to get... It must a, have been a good show because it must have been a good show. I agree. It was a great show, Daniel. You know, I had a fun time here. We drove it home. We went to we went to outer space and back. It was a fun time. Um, go ahead and plug anything you'd like. I know you have a show later on. Do what you got to do. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. Definitely. Um, 
uh, appreciate you having me on. I had a great time. Always fun to come on here. Um, I, I do have a good guest on later. I, I don't really know where I stand on this stuff, but it's, he's going to be talking about that sovereign citizen oh. state national stuff yeah where you like i hear you he's all these yeah it, it's mm. I, I don't understand really the point of it but i guess i'm gonna find out <laughs> you'll later. find out yeah so anybody's welcome to um you know check out end of days radio at four o'clock uh appreciate the lead in by the way that, that's that's awesome of you and um always always check out end of days radio.com or just get it anywhere that you can get podcasts a uh, bit shoot uh, Spotify, like ever since I put the show on Spotify, there's been tons and tons of new listeners. So, um, you know, that's like a thing now, but the, the best way to get the show is to listen live. Like, uh, what, one thing I got to credit Michael for is he's like the guy that, you know, really pushed for having us do a live program. And I didn't really understand it at the time, but, um, you know, in, in this, this moment now, I'm really glad that he pushed for that because I've been doing a live show since. And I absolutely now believe that radio should be live. So please check out the live show at four o'clock today, endofdaysradio.com YouTube channel, and keep up on uh, endofdaysradio.com. And I will, you, I'm sure you'll see me on podcasts out there and stuff like that. I'm also working on a book. Um, I, I'm not working hard enough on it, of <laughs> course. People are wondering where the hell that book is at. Right. But stay tuned for that. It's going to be about uh, some of the stuff we've been talking about. Um, you know, like the Anunnaki, uh, shadow government, Illuminati, a lot of information is going to be coming out that you've probably never heard before. So stay tuned for that. And, and of course, um, uh, follow the Mike, Michael Deacon program. That's right. I'm a huge supporter of this program and I am, I'm always available to uh, fill in or uh, be a sit in on this show Right. because uh, Michael is a, a great guy. He's a great radio, radio host, and I definitely support anything he's doing. Very nice. Once again, thank you for being a part of the program, Daniel, and um, I'll see you on the other side, my friend. Thank you, and have a good night, everybody, or have a good day. Have a good day, yes, sir. Take care, Daniel. I'm extremely loopy. Take care. All good. Bye-bye. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was Daniel from End of Days Radio. Go check out the uh, program there later on here. Go check that out. And, of course, I do want to thank all of you out there for being a part of the program here. It's been a blast, as usual. Ah, yes. Carrie, China. I still need to uh, cue that up here. I, I don't know what happened to the uh, China. I don't know. We need the other soundboard. Uh, I miss I miss that one. I, I thought I had it queued up, but I don't. I don't have it queued up. Damn it. God damn it. I thought I had it, folks, but I, I don't. I'm not on top of my game. But I do have that. Which makes me feel holy. Yes. God is inside all of you, folks. It's true. You don't need to go to church. Jesus Christ lives through you and through me. And through this program. Yes, let, let's do that again. Let's do it again. Yes. Hold hands. All of you. I am like Christ now. I am a holy figure of sorts. And this program is my salvation to all of you. It's true. This is where you will find true salvation. Not anywhere else but here. Tell your parents. Tell your children. But, you know, might want to not let them hear everything here. That's for sure. That would be bad. Yes, don't share the program to kids out there. That would be a terrible thing to do. 
But my God, a Jesus for Savior 2024. Yes, I am voting for uh, Jesus Christ as the president or the, um, what is that guy's name? Joe Exotic. I'm voting for Joe Exotic to be president, by the way. That's who I'm voting for. I don't know who you'll be voting for, but I'm voting for Joe. Joe Exotic, who's still in, in prison, I believe, with his boyfriend. That's the kind of guy that we need to run this country, or maybe even Hunter Biden, while he's high on cocaine the entire time. I think that'd be, that'd be amazing. We need people smoking crack in the White House. I truly believe we all need to be smoking a little crack nowadays just to get by. It's a sad truth. It's a sad reality. It's a sad, sick world, folks. But this is the world we live in. Once again, boys and girls, thanks for being here. Thanks for pressing play. Those of you that uh, listen to us here on the podcast version of the program, we love that. Those of you who will listen later on wherever you listen later, we appreciate that too. But if you want a bonus material, please go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. And that is where you'll find some gold. Or if you want merchandise, we got stickers, t-shirts, pints. Get yourself a pint. Johnny Depp style. That Amber Heard. Oh yeah, it's all there. MichaelDeacon.com. Stay black, boys and girls. We'll do it again on the other side. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place. And life itself is a mystery. Until next time. Mahalo.
The new Media Mothership has landed. Beginning transmission now.